This is the Andrew Lake Podcast. If you are a regular listener of the Andrew Lake Podcast, please share your favourite episode, as this will help me find my audience. Well, this is the last session. And there really is so much more still to say. I feel we haven't answered the imperative at all, really. Tell me who is speaking. Somehow, paradoxically, it feels like we've just started. And yet, So much way has been made. So much has been found. There's no doubt about that. And it does require still a coming back again and again. It requires a repetition, a determination, a persistence. And one of the biggest tricks... The biggest traps that I've found is that you need all of the pieces of the puzzle. That's the tricky thing. Because there's one piece way over there that you've forgotten about. Another piece all the way in here, right now. And we need both. We need to connect all the dots. And there's so much that I'm thankful for. There's so much that I'm glad has turned out to be. I'm so so glad that the things have turned out to be the way that they have. And of course there are still hang-ups. There are still problems. There are still issues. And so much has changed even since, even between the last session and this session, another bunch of stuff has happened. Another bunch of things have occurred which have come to rest on how I am now and yet somehow so much more differently than I think they would have if I hadn't have been in this process. And I do also keep coming back to dissolving that preemptive ideas, resolving, dissolving what I think I'm going to say, what I think I'm going to do as a means of getting towards spontaneity, coming back to immediacy. And I think that there should be this natural inkling to want to summarize things. And the way I would go about doing that is by just doing a recap, just recounting a a few of the main points And maybe there is something in that. Maybe that's something important to do. Maybe I should do that either here. I don't really see that now exactly is the right time to do that. Maybe we can have a follow-up session or a conclusion session. But either way, we've got to do something now. We may as well do something, right? 
And there are so many things that I've thought of and that I've realized that I haven't shared. There's so many insights that have happened that just haven't come out in words because they haven't been present when the time is right or the words just haven't found themselves in the right way. And maybe those insights are in some way lost. They're somehow not quite as forming on my being as the ones that I articulate. And maybe they'll reappear, maybe they'll come up again. But one thing is certain, one thing I am sure of, at least, is that I must go deeper. I must keep going. And it's so good to recognize the turbulent times. It's so tricky. It's such a dirty, it's such dirty work. It's such tedious work. And yet it's necessary. It's really the only way out. It's really the only way forward. And it's so tricky to see things within yourself. How do you see yourself? How do you have self-knowledge? How do you see yourself? Well, look at yourself. Take a look in the mirror. How is that phrase used? I'm sure you've heard that phrase used before. Take a look in the mirror. And it has been such a head trip to realize that I'm talking to myself. And there have been so many different dynamics to that, experientially. Because I am just talking to myself in so many ways. And it's been shocking to realize that that's what everyone is doing. And I don't mean that everyone is talking to themselves because we're all God and the Bhagavad Gita and Brahman and Godhead and Hinduism and all that. No, not at all. That's not what I mean at all. This is not some non-dual realization. This is more a realization of projection. As in, when I'm sitting here, so I'm sitting here right now in this room, I've got a microphone, headphones, I've got my meditation blanket on, and I'm looking into a mirror, and I'm talking. That's projection. That's a it kind of whatever is in me is just going straight out, and the mirror is hitting it straight back at me. And that exact same thing is occurring when I'm talking to people, as in actually physically in their presence. And of course it goes both ways, they're doing the same thing. You might call this talking past one another. That's a turn of phrase that sort of hints at what's going on there and tries to sort of illustrate that. It doesn't quite go to the extent of it. And it is quite tricky to dissolve that. It's quite tricky to see that you are projecting all that you are out onto the world. You can know it as a psychological mechanism. You can know it theoretically, but to actually see it experientially, to actually practice it experientially, well, that takes the kind of practice that we're doing here. It takes the kind of practice such as sitting in front of a mirror and talking to it 
for hours. And there, were, there is a way through. This is not a finite condition. This is not a, this is not a broad perspective that we're talking about. No, we're talking about an aspect of the human, com- the human condition. So it's not that every conversation is just projection, and we're in, we're in all our, we're all in our own little worlds. There is the possibility of common understanding. There is the possibility of knowing what someone is saying. There is the possibility of knowing who someone is. But the tricky thing about knowing yourself is that you can't get outside yourself. There's no way to actually hear what you're saying. And that's, that's something that I've thought about just before this session. That's something that I was thinking about, something that came to mind. You, if only you could hear what you're saying, if only you could talk to yourself objectively, As a bystander who didn't have any judgments, no skin in the game, no need to be saving face, if only you could get out of yourself, then you'd be able to see yourself. And that's my experience. That's my experience at moments throughout these sessions is what has occurred. And I still do have other voices coming to me. I still have other trains of thought that occur at the same time. I do have fluctuations in my resolve, in my ability to hold myself to what is happening, to remain present, and all all sorts of things. And I'm sure there are things that I wish I had remembered, which I have forgotten, which I needed to remember, which I haven't. And what else to say? What else is there to do? I feel a sense of work. I feel a sense of getting things done. I feel a sense of cutting through the bullshit. I feel a lot more authentic in myself. And there is a very strong, there's still a very strong tone of voice. It's a very, it's almost harsh It's still quite harsh. And this means I need to be hard on myself. It means I'm still feeling like I need to be hard on myself. And maybe that's my way forward for the short time, for the short term. And I do feel quite proud to have got through all these sessions. I didn't quit. I actually held myself to it. And that really is something. It makes me smile. It proves to me that I can do something and see something through. So many things I haven't seen through. (laughs) I mean, I laugh, but it's actually quite sad. And to think that seven days ago, I said, I'm going to do two hours every day, 14 sessions, no matter what. And now it's, well, it's concluding. And it feels like an ending. It's so funny how it does feel like an ending. When it's really not. I mean, what is it about endings that makes them an ending? And I feel quite 
actually light. I feel sort of chirpy. Despite still the hang-ups that are there. (laughs) It's quite strange. It's quite strange indeed. And usually in endings, well, we think something it's something somber or something sad. Or a sense of relief that it's over. It's very strange that happiness is associated with an ending. Maybe I am relieved. <laughs> and another thing, I've noticed the, ma- the muscles in my mouth have changed. Like there's this feeling in my mouth, like all the muscles have had a workout. You know that feeling after you've had a workout, you've lifted some weights? It's it's this strange thing that that is actually happening in my mouth. And I wonder if my mouth has got bigger, actually, and how it looks. Maybe, maybe not. And now I'm having a memory of how I thought this would end. (laughs) You see, I thought things would become more and more serious as they went on. I thought we would have this huge finale of just like, I would be crying and just really, just saying something really intensely. And yet somehow it seems like we've been through that and we need to move on to something else. And there were moments of that. There were some dark moments in there. I can still remember, even without listening back. And I don't make an effort to try and remember what I've said so far without listening back, because that's sort of gone against the point. And yet somehow it still it still happens. I mean, we're still talking about it, aren't we? We're still talking about that exact very thing, which was how I thought it would end, how things would be, how things would be in time when we arrived here, before this time. <laughs> and there's something very profound about understanding a playfulness in serious things. There's something very profound about understanding grounding and erosion. It's a very powerful skill to be allowed to have things dissolve before you. And there is so much still to do. But this does tie back to the realisation that I have to keep going and that I don't have a choice and I must get deeper. And these these experiences, these profound shifts, these openings, they're going to happen more. And those two things, those two things are are interrelated. For me to go deeper, they have to keep happening. They have to happen more. And I also can't help of what more practical plans that I have. I'm very much excited about those. I feel like I have so many ideas. I have so many ideas. And they all feel so juicy. they, They all feel ready. They all feel like they can just, boom, right there, come out at a moment's notice. And it's so funny that that's the case, that I feel actually juiced up from this. Because part of me, throughout this process, has been thinking, oh, it's going to get harder and harder, and I have to really, 
I have to really go in and it's just going to get more. Is it going to peter out? Is there going to be no big finish? Is there going to be no grand finale? Will things at the end actually just get more and more boring and more and more of a grind and I'll have to hold myself again and here, oh, let's get back to the session. Okay, just keep going, just say anything. But that didn't happen. What actually is happening is, while well, I'm having lots of ideas, I'm feeling like, okay, what's the next thing? I'm ready. But I do realize I have to hold myself to the next thing. I have to keep this going and it has to be something different. It's always got to be something different. And I feel thankful. I feel gratitude for having been brought back from where I was to where I am now. And I'm thankful that you've been able to say to me again and again, tell me who is speaking. And it's been magnificent to see all the consequences of that. It's been magnificent to see how many different ways that's come up. And to think that it's so simple, it's so small, and yet so, so, so precise. There's so much to it, there's so much in it. Tell me who is speaking. <laughs>